professional or amateur athlete is injured, time to treatment is critical. That's why more tri-state schools and coaches trust the trainers and doctors of Beacon Orthopedics. In fact, more than 30 high schools, club, college, and pro teams choose Beacon Orthopedics as their official medical providers. On the sidelines and in the operating room, we get athletes back in the game safely and quickly with comprehensive sports medicine care. At Beacon Orthopedics, we care for the pros, student-athletes, and weekend warriors every day. Hey, everybody. The calendar says August 1st. That's the unofficial holiday of the start of Tri-State Area High School football. Welcome into a special episode of the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Dyer. We are live from the Fort Wright Chick-fil-A here, joined by very special guests here. We have the Beachwood football team and the Covcath football team kind enough to join us uh, for some discussion about uh, the season outlook. And before we get started, I want to thank a special shout out to uh, Brent Lynn, the Chick-fil-A operator here at the Fort Wright location. Him and his family have been first class all the way, helping us set up here earlier this afternoon. And uh, we really want to thank him for the opportunity to do this podcast here. As always, you can get this podcast on Google Play, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. And as I mentioned, we are joined by Beachwood football coach Noel Rash and also two of his seniors. We have running back and linebacker senior Josh Derry, and we have senior center and linebacker Blake Shepard, kind enough to join us. So, Noel, you've been at this for quite a long time, as we just discussed here off microphone, but uh, tell us, first of all, how the summer has been for the Tigers and uh, what you like most about this team right now. Uh, the, the, the summer's been great. It's uh, the ki- you know I'm I'm blessed. I work at a, I get up and go to work to uh, at a school that the kids already have a high expectation of themselves, both academically and athletically, and in other endeavors too. So, um, what uh, Coach Evanston and I both get to do is show up at practice and coach football. We don't have to teach a lot of other things uh, other than that. Uh, the kids are are taken care of at home and therefore they show up you know ready to learn football and that's a that's a huge plus um it, you know our kids work their tails off and that's that's a huge plus um for anybody sitting in my position well i want to ask blake and uh josh here a little bit about the team but as always this high school insider podcast is presented by our local chick-fil-a restaurants as i mentioned a special episode here today where the winning play is always chicken download the app today for extra points Blake, let's start with you. Um, what do you like most about this team? Been part of three straight state titles. Um, quite the accomplishment, obviously, for you and your senior teammates. Um, what's it like going into your senior year now? Uh, it's kind of scary. I mean, I've been part of it for so long. It's weird that I know that this is my last year. So, it's and, tough. And Josh, what, what are kind of your thoughts here? I mean, most high school football players, really any high school student athlete would just jump at the chance to have an opportunity at a state title, let alone win three in a row. I mean, what's, what's your mindset going into the senior season? Go for four. I mean, <laughs> You're grateful for the opportunity. You always obviously. have to have high expectations, and that's what we need to do is get it done. It's what Beach Program is about. It's winning and getting it done. Okay, guys, let's be honest here. What's it like to play for Coach Rash? <laughs> I'm not going to hide the lead at all. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be direct and honest and up front. It's not too bad. Tell, what's, what's he like on the, this time of year? That's not even before the, the game start. Let's just talk about the two-a-days. Joyful. Joyful. 
happy. Excited. Can you confirm that, Coach? Uh, I would I would never use the word joyful, but, but hey, thank God he did, right? Thank God he did. But I, I love their two answers as far as the question before because, one, how important their senior is. to. I mean, he's nervous not about the season, just about this being over for him, right? Sure. And then Josh talks about expectations, right? Immediately, our goal was state championships, but day by day, actually play by play is what we kind of talk about. So, right? I mean, again, I haven't really had to teach that. That's already ingrained in them. So that's past classes, just the, the, the system that's been in place way before I ever showed up there. Before we get into this season, Noel, I mean, just can you reflect a little bit about what three in a row has meant to this program, not only to, the, to your program, but to the school community, everybody involved? Well, I, I, obviously, you know, the community takes a lot of pride in those things. For me, it's about each season. And these guys will tell you, and one of the things I'll take pride in with that I do is I'm not worried about last year, the year before. This is the senior class. It's their time, their year. It's about them. It's not about the legacy. It's not about what's happened in the past. I want to use that to help carry us, but it's about this senior class and them deciding how we're going to go about this season because they know whether I can, whether together we can right the ship or not, we're going to go up together, we're going to go down together, we're going to go in every direction together. It's never going to be the coaches on one side and the players on the other. And this and the senior class has always set that tone. Obviously, one of the storylines this, this season we were talking off camera here a little bit is uh, obviously Beachwood going up to 2A. Um, what difference, what impact does that have on, on how maybe you approach things, how you kind of view... Uh, your opponents on the schedule and maybe kind of, you know, I, you know, you're not going to be one that says you're going to look ahead to the playoffs at all, but I'm just curious what impact. Well, you hear that people give the coach speak answer and it's <laughs> right coach speak. It's just, you don't, I mean, it's, we've always played a bigger schedule than, than what we're, level we're at anyway. We've had to, I mean, you know, those guys are going to talk after us. I mean, they're pretty special, right? And so, um, it, it's no different. It's absolutely no different. None whatsoever, uh, especially this time of year, because right now it's about preparing us. I'm not even worried about opponents. I'm worried about us getting better as a team and focus on our schemes and what we do and trying to get us locked into what we do and doing it best. Um, as Coach Saban, Nick Saban would say at Alabama, do it till you, not, not till you get it right, do it till you can't get it wrong. And, you know, and an nauseum. And, it, and it's hard for high school athletes because that repetition can lead to some boring type moments. And they've got to find, they've got to realize that this is not about being boring, it's about being great. I want to get into more specifics about your team. But first of all, these two guys, <laughs> you brought them here for a reason, Blake and Josh. Um, what, how special have they been to your program? I, it, it, I got to grab myself there because I get a little emotional about it. They're just, they are tone setters. They are kids that can, uh, you never have to look over your back. You never have to worry about, I always call it the Walmart test. They're the kids doing the right thing when nobody's looking. And they do that on the field, off the field. They do it at practice. They set tones. They bring players up when I bring them down. They know to play off of the coaches. Um, they see a bigger picture. They see the daily picture, their work ethic, um, and all that starts at home. They come from great families. And so, uh, you know, I go back to the original answer I gave you. I'm very blessed, but these two are probably the most, and I've got many, so I don't want to say they're, sure. but they are shining examples of what every coach wants in, uh, you know, student players that are going to be leaders. Josh, where does that come from, that, that work ethic, that, you know, ability to maybe do things that go unnoticed otherwise, but... You know, you just want to bring your lunch pail every day, to, as the cliche goes. I'd say it comes from home and from my coach here. He pushes us every day, and 
exceed the level that you think, I don't know, you get past barriers, you break barriers every day, and you just get farther in your work ethic. It's just like your brothers, they push you, and it's just you keep going. You, everybody's they're pushing you to go. Blake, what does Beachwood football mean to you? Uh, brotherhood, teamwork, everything like that. Having a sense of purpose. When you talk about this time of year, um, you know, often you hear coaches, and maybe Noel, you could speak to this, about um, coaches enjoy the practices even more than the games so much. Um, I'm always curious from a player's perspective. I've talked to players who have played high school football, and then they go on and play college, and they say, always miss that opportunity, that, that, you know, that camaraderie, that brotherhood that we had. Just talk about that just you know, with your teammates, especially being seniors now. Uh, what that represents to you? I mean, it's different. You got to love it. There's nowhere else that you can get it. If you love the game, you love your brothers, then there's nothing better. What about for you, Josh? Like he said, you, just, you always have to have each other's backs. That's about it. Yeah. Talk about this. This We'll go in the details here on your offense here. Obviously, you return uh, Cameron Hergott, um, junior outstanding quarterback there for you. But uh, kind of tell us, uh, take us through the offense a little bit. Well, things looking? you know, this is a year where we're graduating, and I don't know the exact numbers, and I'm not a numbers guy, but we're graduating seven or eight guys that have been three, and one of them that was a four-year starter, which doesn't happen very often at any school, but certainly at Beach where we have a freshman starting. But in Logan Castleman, he played as a freshman. So we're going to have a lot of guys that have been under the Friday Night Lights for the first time. Um, all of them are exceptionally good players, but they've never been under those lights. And some guys... That affects adversely, and some guys, you know, relish it. And we've got to make sure that they all end up falling in love with it. Um, but offensively, we're we're going to be who we've always been. We're going to run to championships, and we, because we, it, the turf fields have changed the game a little bit. Uh, they've allowed all this, you know, throwing the ball left and right and sideline to sideline and vertical and all that. But at the end of the day, in the Midwest, Mother Nature is going to sneak up and bite you right in the canister if you don't. If you're not able to run the ball and you can't stop the ball, you have to be able to do those things. And you certainly have to be able to throw the ball too. But uh, so we're going to be that, and, and that'll always be me, maybe to a fault. That'll be who we're going to be. Um, you know, Coach Hargett is our offensive coordinator, uh, uh, which is Cameron's uncle. And, he, you know, he does a fan, him and the rest of the offensive staff do a fantastic job of getting our guys ready. And there is, it's not like we don't go into games where we can't be 80 20 pass to run. Uh, the state game in 17 was that because they were going to make sure, they were going to put eight, nine in the box and they were going to force us to throw it. So, you know, he'll adjust and make those adjustments, but we're, we're always going to be a run it first and s- to set up the pass kind of team. You have four defensive uh, starters returning for the Tigers this year. Talk about that defensive side of the ball. Well, you're looking at two key cogs in the wheel. We're, we're actually going to change our scheme a little bit this year uh, because of the type of players we have up front. But we feel like we have three, four, um, possibly even five guys playing at that second level, the linebacker safety level that can make plays for us. So we're going to... We're going to create a little different front for us this year and uh, watch those guys go make a lot of plays and tell the front to take up a lot of people and go and let these linebackers and those guys go gobble up people. So we'll see how it turns out and how that works. But I'm excited. Our thing on defense is because we're going to play teams like this, uh, Cupcath and Simon and teams that are bigger than us, across the board generally, we're going to try to win with speed. We're, um, that's our thing, and that's, uh, that's kind of what we ran into uh, in the playoffs in years past, we couldn't keep up with some team speed. Mayfield was one of those teams. And so we made a commitment in 15 when we lost to Pikeville. 
if we can't run on the perimeter like those teams, we're not going to get beat coming off the ball up front. And that's one of those things we've made a commitment to in the offseason as well as how we train. Um, and so I'm excited because I think defensively what I've seen so far, we, we can run to the ball. We can run to the ball really well. Coach, a bigger picture question here for you. 13 years as head coach at Beachwood. Three wins away from 150, that milestone. <laughs> what is this program, what does this community represent to you and to your family? Everything. Uh, maybe too much. Uh, when, peop- when you come into a situation like this and all of a sudden they hand you the keys to the castle and the castle is Beachwood football or, you know, you, uh, one of two things can happen. You can either uh, dive into it and, and, and love it or you can um, kind of, I guess the word is just relish in it. And my thing is go to work. Um, the way our kids go to work, so it's, it's, they constantly remind me that it, this isn't about radio shows and, or podcasts, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> you love a, that word, don't you? Yeah, yeah. It's about getting up and going to work. And that, because ultimately, whether you hang a banner, you get a ring, however you want to na- name state titles, uh, I got to leave them with believing in a cause bigger than yourself, having a cause that, that you, you're going to need somebody more than you to get it done and get up and go to work. Whether your body, your mind, your emotions are telling you not to, you got to get up and go to work. And if I can leave the kids with those three things in that community, then, then I feel really good about things. And I get so much support in doing that. So it means the world to me. Um, and it'll be, uh, you know, I'm getting towards the end of my career. It'll be hard to walk away with it when that day comes and that day's getting closer down the road. And for the first time ever this offseason, it's the first time I've ever thought about, you know, this place not, not being who I am every day. And so uh, I reflect on it quite a bit. But, but it's, it, like I said, I'll go back to the other answer. It's about this senior class, this moment, this year. And that's where I got to keep my thoughts. Very well said. Beachwood coach Noel Rash. We have Josh Derry and senior Blake Shepard. Thank you all for joining us today on the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thank I you. Appreciate, appreciate everything you thanks, do for guys. high school athletes. Appreciate it. <laughs> Best of luck to you this evening. Thanks, guys. All right, you get applause. Bam, bam, bam. Again, we want to thank Beachwood coach Noel Rash and also seniors Josh Derry and Blake Shepard for joining us. We're going to bring in Covington Catholic here momentarily. And I want to remind everybody, this High School Insider podcast is, is presented by our local Chick-fil-A restaurants where the, where the play of the game is always chicken. Try their grilled chicken nuggets with some Chick-fil-A sauce. And I will definitely be going for that right after this podcast. So I want to bring in uh, Michael Mayer here, senior, and Michael Thielen, and Coach Eddie Eviston here be momentarily. By the way, Covcath and Beachwood do play each other September 20th at Covcath. How long has that series been going on, Coach? Do you know? I don't. I don't. Maybe Coach Rash would know here. But yeah. Eddie, we want to bring you in here. Appreciate you joining us, Coach Eddie Eviston. Also have Michael Thalen and Michael Mayer, as I mentioned here before. And um, guys, I was out of practice, out at 7-on-7 seven seven last week when you uh, faced Wenton Woods. And uh, Coach had a great conversation with you. The theme seems to me that this team is hungry. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, the bitter taste left in your mouth after being state runner-up last year in 5A. What's the approach this summer, Coach? Uh, and, and what do you like most about the team right now? 
Uh, well, the, the, the biggest thing is I think these guys, um, they, they enjoy playing for each other, you know, and, that, and I don't think we'll get anywhere if that's not the case. So um, the idea that, you know, we are hungry, um, you know, we talk a lot about um, you want to win, not for you, you want to win for the guy next to you. And um, I think that we have a good core of guys that uh, that is their approach, and uh, that's the way they're working so far this summer. So, um, so yeah, that's a you know that's a that's a plus in our column right now. Michael, give me a sense of what this team's uh, you know mentality has been this summer, and just kind of what the conversation is like, maybe even off the field, you know, whether it be in the locker room or just among your classmates and teammates about uh, getting after it this season. Sort of like what he said, we're we're hungry. I mean, no one likes to fall short, so. I mean, every day we're working, and we just want to be back in that situation, but we want to come out on top. Michael, we kind of talked about the same thing. Go ahead. You're, you're yeah, ready to chime we're, in? Uh, we're all hungry. Um, obviously, what happened last year, uh, it's not the way we wanted it to happen. Uh, our offense is looking good. Our defense is looking good. Uh, we got the pads on today, and uh, we're excited for the season. Let's, let's kind of go into specifics here, Coach. I know we talked a little bit about it last week, but offensively, um, how are things looking? Obviously, you, you return Michael, and um, you know your quarterback returns. You talked about your standout offensive lineman. Kind of take us through uh, some of those key guys for you. Oh well, yeah, I mean obviously, um, you know you have a weapon like Michael Mayer. You're going to, you know, I'd be I'd be a dumb coach if I didn't use it uh, properly. So you know, obviously, um, he's going to be a big uh, key part of what we do offensively. Having a uh, young quarterback who has a year under his belt, getting to his junior campaign, um, you know, continue to build. Um, kind of his uh, repertoire of, uh, uh, at the QB position. Um, and then, you know, we have a we do have a three-year returning starter up front, and we got a lot of young guys. Um, so um, some guys that will you know, be the first time, you know, in a couple weeks where, you know, they're, they're in that position. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, offensively, we just got to gotta be a team that, you know, we've always been a team that likes to put points on the board. Um, I think we, more importantly, we just got to be a smart team uh, offensively. Um, you know, it's all those things that, uh, you know, you have to do, not turn the ball over, um, not give, uh, you know, the other team uh, freebies. Um, those are the types of things I think we, we're going to have to do, especially early, to kind of get some momentum um, as the season goes on. Junior Caleb Jacobs, your quarterback, obviously. How do you think he's improved just from a year ago? Well, obviously, physically, he's, got, he's grown uh, a good amount. He's added some weight. Um, his, his arm has gotten a lot stronger. Um, and then obviously he's not learning everything new. He's just, we're trying to continue to uh, polish it up. And, uh, you know, that's one thing he will, he continues to do as we've gone through the summer. Um, you know, obviously, you know, I'm not a big fan of the seven on sevens overall, but you know, those are good things to do. Um, especially from a quarterback standpoint, receiver standpoint, um, to continue to brush up. So, um, looking forward to him having a you know an, another you know taking what he did last year and, and, and turning it up a notch. And then Lucas Jones, your standout offensive lineman, who I alluded to, uh, three year starter for you, battled some injuries, but now he's healthy. Talk about his leadership a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, he's we're going to need it. You know, that's the biggest thing is that we're going to need it because, uh, you know, he'll have some uh, guys that have not played um, up front with him. So um, he needs to continue to lead that group um, and, and continue to be a dominant force um, up there. So um, we've always prided our O-line on, you know, you know kind of taking over a game when, when needed. Um, and so, you know, we need to continue to see that those guys can gel and grow into that. You brought these two guys, the two Michaels here for a reason. First of all, how many Chick-fil-A sandwiches can they eat? Well, I, I don't know, but those guys better be start <laughs> they better get, back here. Start getting ready, right? <laughs> I mean, sometimes I come here with him. He takes out three. So. 
<laughs> How special have these guys been for you for your program? Oh, tremendous! You know, obviously tremendous. Um, you know, you know Michael Thielen here. You know, he's a guy that originally you know wasn't playing. You know, he, he sat out sophomore year, came back, and um, a great you know for us for our program, uh, just a tremendous asset. Um, he's come in. He's 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 became a leader, especially probably ever since uh, you know January. Obviously, he got injured. Uh, last year and wasn't able to finish out the season. Um, but he has come back January stronger than ever. He's a leader now. Um, you know, I always tell him, you know, we got two guys that, you know, they kind of all offense play, kind of play the same position. And, you know, I think he'd be one of the top tight ends in the area. Um, obviously, he got Michael Mayer, you know, he play, plays for us sure. as well. So, um, but tremendous. And then obviously Michael uh, Mayer just, you know, we all know he all we everyone knows who he is um you know he's been a big part of our program the the beauty of it all is everything all the attention that he gets is very well deserved um but it doesn't get to his head he comes to work every day doesn't expect any special treatment anything like that so um that yeah that's a that's a breath of fresh air i think uh when you kind of see all this stuff around on on tv and media um about guys like that Michael, question for you just about, Coach just alluded to the fact of your journey through the CuffCath program. I mean, what is what has this meant to you to be a part of the Colonels and be a part of the success that this this school has had, obviously, the past few years? Well, obviously, sophomore year, they uh, won the state championship. I wasn't a part of that. So coming back junior year, playing for them, and obviously losing, like, coming back this senior year, like, I can't wait. Like, I can't wait to be playing on the field with him and, like, learning more from him and learning everything I can from him. So. Tell me about that dynamic, too. I mean, you guys both play the same position at tight end. I mean, what, Michael, what have you learned from, from this guy in practice and what he does? Almost everything, either from one step or uh, moving your hands, just everything. I mean, he's always coaching me up. So, Yeah, we're, up, uh, we're best buds uh, outside the football field, and on the football field we're even tighter. Uh, we're going to be playing defense together this year, too, so it's, uh, it's going to be a lethal duo. How do you handle that spotlight coach just mentioned that you know you, you get the way we are now with social media and you know accolades I mean athletes of any level can be propped up how have you kind of maintained that focus that perspective throughout all this uh, I just try to not let it get to my head um, every day I come out for practice uh, with my my brothers and I kind of just clear my head don't think about it at all and just try to play football really how tough is that to to have that though I mean knowing that you know, stuff is out there. I mean, is it one of those things that somebody's had to, you've had to take advice from somebody or does that just come all from within in terms of uh, clearing your mind when you enter the field? It, I mean, it, come, it comes from within. Uh, I've definitely learned from experience, you know, uh, if you let it get to your head and you're not going to be able to play good on the field, you're not going to be a very good person off the field, and I don't want that. Same thing I asked the, the Beachwood guys here, but, and Coach, maybe you can chime in here too, but these two-a-days, we're kind of into the, the grind of, of August and the preseason, and um, give me your sense of just kind of what that's like for you guys as players, and obviously everybody wants to be out there on Friday nights and, and share in the in the glory and the in the the limelight. But uh, what's that like, just kind of building that process? Yeah, uh, all summer it's been awesome with my my brothers out there. Uh, the season's coming up. We just put pads on today. Um, I mean, it's a grind. It's a grind, and just for those good moments on Friday nights, you got to put a lot of time in over the summer. And uh, that's what we've been doing. I mean, does it get any easier that now that you're a senior or is it? It's is, harder. Is it's it harder? Why you gotta is that? Be, you got to be a better leader. Um, you got to make more plays. You just got to do, 
do things better. Gotcha. What about for you, Michael? I mean, as a senior, it's, it's your team, so these summer practices are your last, so you got to give it all you got. Coach, how do you kind of approach that with, with the guys? Every, you know, every team is different. Every, every team has its own unique identity, but uh, how do you connect with them and, and maybe motivate's not the right word because you, you're a Cubcat, you expect success, but what's that like just each summer to yeah, It's one of those that? things where I, I, I talk to these guys, I talk to them about, uh, we can't be ordinary. You know, there's a lot of people that are ordinary. And, you know, what separates the most successful people from the ordinary average person? Um, and and, and football is just an unbelievable game because the, if you take the percentage of actually Friday night lights, it's a very small percentage of actually the work you got, you know, of what you're doing, the time you're putting in. And they're putting all this time in. I mean, that makes them extraordinary. You know, they're showing up every day, putting all this work in. Extraordinary. There's nothing in return right now. You know, uh, we got to get to the get to those Friday nights and you get, you know, one one day a week, one night a week to uh, kind of, you know, put that on display. So um, I think that makes it such a unique game. And, and that's what makes these guys, which I think all football players, especially at the high school level, uh, extra, extraordinary. You know, they're not you're not they're not average students. You know, these guys are extraordinary. They, you know, go out here and, uh, you know, just work their tails off, just completely work their tails off. And uh, so, you know, I. If, again, that's the best thing I think about this game, you know, this learning this work ethic that these guys got to do. And, you know, we do. We push them. We grind them. And, uh, you know, they, they do a great job responding to it. What's the biggest difference? I mean, you, you've coached, obviously, at Georgetown College. I mean, what, what is the, the difference there in terms of uh, the way guys approach the season from high school and college? I mean, do, are, there, are there more similarities than what we think, or is it just – I think the biggest dynamic? I think the biggest thing is the it's the wide eyes. You know, you're going we go up to some sophomores right today this morning, you know, when we go pads and you get you get some wide-eyed kids, you know, the first time varsity action pads um, and they don't know much, you know, and they, and and they for me as a coach, that's that's the thing I love most is seeing these guys grow. You know, not even as football players, just as just as regular you know, young men, just seeing them grow. And, you know, you see these guys start to build confidence and confidence in themselves that's going to carry over off the field. Um, that's, that's the best thing, I think. I mean, that's, that's my number one reward as a coach. Um, sometimes in college you got these guys that are kind of set in their kind of own little way of, uh, of things. And um, obviously they do things well to be able to play, no matter what level you're at, the college level. Um, they do things uh, well to play. But they're kind of set in what they can do and how much they're willing to kind of, you know, be a sponge and take it all in. So, um, you know, these guys are, you know, our, our, our group, uh, you know, they're there, they're, they're listening, they're, they're, they're trying, to get, trying to be coachable. And, um, you know, I think that's the best thing um, as a coach. I want to get into your de- defensive side of the ball, but your kicker, Junior Trey Cornati, he's a special kicker, obviously. Can you talk about him? Uh, yeah, yeah, Trey's a, <laughs> Trey's a bird, man. Uh, and he's, uh, it's funny because, you know, he started kicking for us as a freshman. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a, a joke. With, and when he first started kicking, we kind of gave him the nickname Just Enough because he was making everything, but it was just barely getting <laughs> over the crossbar. Yeah. Um, and I remember, like, the first probably seven or eight games, that's what he's doing. But as the season went on, his leg got a little bit more powerful. You know, I wasn't holding my breath as long when the kick was, you know, going up. But, uh, you know, he, uh, he puts the work in. You know, that's a, you know, he's another kid. You're like, you know football player, you got kicker. That, I mean, this kicker puts a work in. He's, uh, he's with us every day in the offseason, in the weight room. Does that. I mean, he, we treat him just like a football player where we expect everything uh, that anyone else does. Even though he's a specialist, he, do, he does too. And, uh, you know, he, he's done the work on his own. He's gone out and, 
and kicked and, and kind of now this summer he's done a tour of all these kicking camps and has done uh, has been very successful so um, he's going to be a weapon for us um, and you know he's uh, he, he's doing a great job so I'm excited about you know his junior year and then you know what the senior year brings him when's the last time you kicked never <laughs> You're I'm horrible at kicking how about in practice does he ever they're trying. No, okay. I got. Uh, You're honest. I got other stuff to work on. <laughs> I, I got a feeling he'd probably be pretty good at it, though. <laughs> I think so too. How about punting? You ever punt? I punted a little bit freshman year. Okay. Uh, I think after that freshman year that that ended for me. <laughs> okay. What was your average? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Defensively, you, you mentioned guys who are just going to fly around to the ball. I mean, talk about some of those guys defensively. Oh, uh, it's. Again, like I, I think we mentioned the other day, you know, it's just it's just fun to watch our defense. You know, uh, Coach Terry Brown does a great job as a, he's our defensive coordinator of getting these guys to uh, do all these little things and just fly around. And to me, a guy that's been an offensive guy for so long, um, you know, it's one of those things. I, I mean, I truly enjoy watching them play defense. I get pumped. I'm, I'm excited. Um, I almost become a fan when we're on that side of the ball because of how, you know, how well these guys uh, run around and, uh, and get after it. So, you know, that's kind of been our MO. Um, you know, when we, we, we tell our guys you can't be slow. You can't be slow for us and play defense. And, um, you know, you got to fly around uh, with reckless abandonment and, uh, you know, and, and do things right, communicate. And if you do that, you know, good things can happen. I'll ask the same question that I uh, concluded with Noel. I mean, what is Cubcat football? mean to you? I mean, just uh, ask Noel about what Beachwood and the community means to him, but just uh, what has it meant to, to Coach Covcath here the past few years and, and just going forward? I mean, what, what, how special has it been for your life? Uh, it's special. You know, it's, um, you know, when you, especially when you make a transition with my family, you know, you're making that transition and, um, you know, you, you think you hopefully you made these right decisions. When you, you know, and every decision I make at this point in my life has, has everything to do with my family. So um, when you get a place like that and you know, you, 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 you have a place that makes you know that, hey, you made the right decision. And um, these kids have been great. You know, all these kids, these last four years have been tremendous. Um, the, the school's been tremendous. So um, I've had a blast. I've told these I've had a blast. And, you know, the coaching football for a long time, you know, these past few seasons are some of my most enjoyable. And it has a lot to do with uh, these, these guys, you know, these, these kids who come out. And, you know, I tell them, I'm coming here every day. I'm coming here to work. And, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm not going to cancel anything. So as you guys come, let's 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 have fun with this. You know, we're we're going to be here anyway, and uh, they've had a great uh, attitude about that. And uh, you know, they've come, and and when you can practice and go through this grind together, uh, and you can try to make it as enjoyable as possible. I mean, it makes your it makes your uh, job pretty pretty special. So that's great. Yeah. Well, hey, want to thank you guys again, Covcath coach Eddie Eviston, senior Michael Thalen, senior Michael Mayer. Best of luck to the Colonels this season. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Appreciate Thanks. it. Thanks for being here. And again, we want to thank everybody here at the Fort Wright Chick-fil-A, including operator Brent Lynn and his family for all the, uh, the first-class hospitality and uh, giving us this opportunity to have the WCPO High School Insider Podcast and bring in Beachwood and Covcath here today. Enjoy talking high school football with both coaches and both players and, and all the players that were here. Um, we were going to continue this on the Ohio side next week. Join me uh, Tuesday, August 6th at the Western Hills Chick-fil-A. We're going to have a special WCPO High School Insider podcast featuring elder football coach Doug Ramsey and Oak Hills coach Kyle Prosser, along with a few of their players as well. So, again, thanks for everybody who's here at the Fort Wright Chick-fil-A and watching us on Facebook Live and listening to this episode later on today. We appreciate your time. We'll talk to you next week.